Welcome back to Preps Today with John Millay. John Millay is the star of the show. We're going to start off with Casey O'Brien. We're going to go all around the state as we always do, hitting on high school sports and activities in the state of Minnesota. John, of course, the prep and activity prep sports and activity guru at mshsl.org. You can find John's journal there. You can hear his spoken word artistry here. Uh, Brandon Morton is our producer. This is TalkNorth.com. Check out TalkNorth.com for all of our shows. Uh, lots of sports, lots of outdoors, lots of variety. And the best way to listen to any show you like at the network, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. And thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. How are you today, John? Jim, I'm doing great. We're we're in the heart of the high school fall season here. We're getting close. Well, we're actually in the postseason in, in girls' tennis, so we're moving right along here. Yes, uh, things are getting exciting. And we've, yeah. we've talked about Casey O'Brien many times before, and yeah. this is always a great subject. Yeah, it is, and I've known Casey for a few years through his through his father, Dan O'Brien, who I've known for I think since before Casey was born. But I wrote a, a story on John Journal recently about Casey, and and when Dan O'Brien, he was the head football coach at St. Thomas Academy for five years, great success. Two of his teams played in prep bowls. It was kind of an eye opener when he left to become head coach at Holy Family Catholic out in Victoria. And then the other eye opened up when he hired uh, Dave Nelson and Jeff Ferguson as assistants, two retired Hall of Fame coaches who had combined to win 10 state championships. And that got a lot of headlines, as, as it should have. But to me, the bigger story was Casey O'Brien uh, joining his dad's coaching staff for the first time. And people people know Casey. He was a, a kick holder for the Gophers football team. Um, despite being a six-time cancer survivor and just just a truly inspirational young man, um, what he's been through and, and how he's, he pays it forward all the time. And he was first diagnosed with cancer when he was 13. Uh, he's, he's had 27 surgeries, spent nearly a full calendar year in the hospital. And right now he's cancer-free, thrilled to be on his dad's coaching staff, Casey's uh, He's the quarterback's coach out at Holy Family. And it's interesting, as I chatted with Dan and Casey, uh, Dan had tried to get Casey to be on his coaching staff at St. Thomas Academy, but Casey's a graduate of Creighton-Durham Hall, and those two schools are pretty good rivals. So he didn't feel like he could coach at the rival school, so he kept turning his dad down. Um, But then what Casey told me, as soon as his dad told him he was taking the job at Holy Family, Casey was all fired up. He wanted to be the first person hired, and he was. And, uh, uh, you know, Casey coaches the quarterbacks. Like I said, he assists Dave Nelson with offensive play calling. He's having so much fun. I was at a game they played against St. Agnes a couple weeks ago. Um, he, he watches the game from the press box. He's on the headphone down to, down to Dave on the sideline. And Casey was a quarterback in high school. He knows the sport. And, and he told me while he was in the hospital for 350 nights through all these cancer uh, uh, treatments and surgeries, he and his dad watched football film a lot. They broke down film. They broke down tape. They talked about things. They watched games. And it's really a neat story. Casey works in the finance world uh, during the day, goes to football practice afterwards. And I, I don't know if there's a better feel-good story of the year. For me, Jim, and you know the Casey O'Brien story. Did you have you ever written about him? I'm guessing you have. You know, I 
boy, you're testing my memory. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I know I've talked to Dan. I know I've talked to Casey. I don't know if it fell to me to write about him or whether we had other people yeah. on the staff do it. I've been yeah. around the story. I can't remember if I actually yeah. ever wrote about it. But but uh, listen, Dan's one of the good guys. Uh, oh, you know, I was, I, of course, of course, Casey is too. But you know, yeah. Dan's just one. Of, Dan's just one of those people you you want to run into now. And yeah, then, you know. Absolutely. Uh, so, so this, this is, this is one of the best feel good stories you can have. It really is. And at the bottom of the story, I, I put in a link to a video. Uh, Casey was the keynote speaker at the big 10 kickoff luncheon in 2019. Uh, it just blows you away to watch that young man, uh, give that speech. And, uh, yeah, it's really, it's really cool. And it's a great family story. It's a great football story. And, uh, Congrats to everybody there. Uh, uh, one additional unrelated note from this game I was at at Holy Family. Somebody was flying a drone near the field, and I may, I think over the field at times. There's an MSHSL rule, no drones at high school sporting events. And it's a safety thing. You know, if the thing runs out of juice or the person running the drone, you know, it could be a 10-year-old kid with a, with a new toy. Uh, if, uh, if their buddy swipes the controls and and drops that thing right down in the middle of a huddle or, or, you know, there's problems and it just comes crashing down in the middle of the play. We don't want that to happen. So drone operators, we love you, but keep them away from high school sporting events. Thank you. No doubt about it. Yeah. No place for it. Uh, hey, we want to thank our sponsors, pizza barn in Princeton, uh, Minnesota propane, propane.com and all energy solar. We'll tell you about them later, but right now let's break down the board of directors decisions. Yeah. The high school league board of directors met uh, Thursday this week, Jim. Uh, we're talking here Friday around the middle of the day. Uh, some pretty, some pretty big decisions were made uh, beginning next spring. There'll be a change in the state softball tournament. It's not going anywhere. It's still going to be at Caswell park in North Mankato, but it's going to uh, stretch out from two days to three days starting next spring, which is a good move. That, that's There's a lot of softball played in two days. Weather can become a factor. Uh, teams might play back-to-back games, which isn't maybe ideal at a state tournament, so that'll be a three-day tournament. Uh, with state track and field, the board approved a plan that really just very slightly adjusts the system in which athletes qualify for state track and field, kind of the qualifying standards. They approved playing boys volleyball as a spring sport. Uh, that'll be a new sport in the spring of 2025. It was either going to be in the fall or the spring. The board, uh, the board had a committee put together to study this with volleyball people, and then they decided spring was the best time. And seating at state tournaments is is going to be a little different here. Uh, basically, right now in team state tournaments, coaches electronically seed the eight teams. And then, you know, one through five are named. These are the one through five seeds. And then the other three are kind of drawn out of a hat and matched up for the first round. Under this plan, each sport's going to have options. They can stick with the current system, seed one through five, and then a random draw. They can seed one through eight or use a rotating schedule of section winners versus section winners. I would guess that most sports will go to a full one through eight seeding, which that seems to make the most sense to me. And and this has been a kind of a low rumbling complaint for a long time. Why doesn't why aren't these teams seated one through eight? So now it's going to be up to each sport. I know the basketball coaches are all over this. They've been pushing for this for a long time. So I think that's a good move. No doubt about it. Uh, let us conform to our tradition and thank a ref right. and get some other good stuff. Yeah, uh, some really cool stuff on social media with regards to officials. There was a tweet and a photo 
posted by the Miniota High School Activities account, thanking Doug and Robbie Goodman for 50 years of officiating volleyball. Way to go. Before the homecoming football game at Minneapolis Roosevelt, the officiating crew, it was Ed Keyes, Paul Harris, Randy Hanson, Fred Kiewat, and Randy Bodecker. They posed for a photo with maybe Roosevelt's most famous alum who was there to do the coin toss. Jesse Ventura was on hand for the homecoming game and uh, hung out with the officials. This this is not a Minnesota item, but in, in, in uh, Michigan, in the Detroit area, for a high school football game, they had an all-female crew, which cool. I think is the greatest thing going, to have five female officials out there. Uh, there was a story from some of the media there. The coaches were on board. Everybody loved it. It just they did a great job. And I think all five of the officials also work college sports, uh, basketball. I think one or two of them do small college football. So experienced female officials and an all-woman crew. Way to go. At Sabika High School recently, they had a big event. A big event. This is the 50th year of high school volleyball in Minnesota. And they really put on a good show. I was invited up there and I couldn't make it, but they honored former coaches from the area. They had a great time uh, at this volleyball match. Congrats to everybody in Sabika. That was really, uh, really a neat thing. Uh, we have a, an obituary, Jack Peck, who was well known in the Little Falls area as the voice of the Flyers, passed away at the age of 94. Jack was a radio pro. He worked at KLTF radio up there from 1959 to 1991. And mm. Jack broadcasted more than 5,000 high school events. So that's a pretty cool story there. Uh, I've learned about a new traveling trophy in football between Foley and St. Cloud Apollo. And I wholeheartedly approve the theme. The theme is meat. So when these two <laughs> teams meet for years to come, it will be known as the Butcher Bowl. And the, the, the traveling trophy is like a, is a butcher block. And this uh, is sponsored by Saint, the St. Joe Meat Market and the Grand Champion Meat Market. I love that, the, uh, the butcher bowl between Foley and St. Cloud Apollo. And I don't know if this is history, but we had a really interesting matchup in boys' soccer. Uh, Detroit Lakes and St. Cloud Apollo met, and both of those boys' soccer teams are coached by women. Uh, Jesse Olson at Detroit Lakes and Charlotte Albrecht at Apollo. That, that's really cool. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's all great stuff. Uh, and yeah. I think you could have called that the meat meat. <laughs> meat meat. <laughs> Something to look forward to. All right, we're going to get to more, believe it or not, we're going to get to more meat and football. And, we are. And uh, our most valuable teammate, we do want to thank Pizza Barn in Princeton and Jody Stay. We sure do. Let's first talk about the Pizza Barn food trucks. They're, they're very busy right now. Uh, this weekend coming up here, there'll be Island Lake Elementary School Carnival in Shoreview, as well at as Copper Creek's Fall Festival in Nisswa, that's Saturday, October 7th. Be back there in Nisswa on the on a Sunday, October 8th. It's easy to book a Pizza Barn food truck for your event. Go to pizzabarnprinson.com. Click on food truck right at the top of the page. That'll get you going. Um, and here's a new thing with October upon us. Our friends at the Pizza Barn, they're offering a special thing, fall-inspired charcuterie boards. Actually, they're boxes, charcuterie boxes. They start with a big giant Bavarian pretzel. I like that a lot. Then there's all kinds of meats, cheeses, fruits, pickles, olives, candy corn, peanuts. They include a dill pickle mustard, a blueberry bourbon pecan jam, and habanero pepper bacon jam. 
give the pizza barn 24 hours notice. They'll take care of you with a fall-inspired charcuterie box. Uh, and the, the Pizza Barn fans have spoken, resulting in two pizzas of the month for October. We talked about this before. There was a Facebook vote. I'm guessing it was very close. So they're going to have they have two October pizzas of the month. One is the classic Oktoberfest pizza. And then their newest creation, the Heavenly Hog. They're available for dine-in, carry-out, delivery. They all get you those, uh, and you will love them. And as always, great thanks to our friend Jody Stay and her crew at the Pizza Barn. They're celebrating 40 years in business, and we love that they're the sponsor of our podcast. Yes, thank you, Jody. Thanks also to AllEnergySolar.com. Just want to let you know that all energy solar panel installations are done right and made easy thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. All Energy Solar is ready to take any solar project from design to installation, everything in between for your home or your business or both. Find out more about going solar at allenergysolar.com slash coach, or just go to allenergysolar.com and educate yourself as I have on the benefits of solar power. Uh, we're all headed in that direction. I also want to let you know we need to lower our carbon footprint and need reliable and affordable energy. Fortunately, a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today that's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid. Propane is energy stored on-site and independent from the vulnerabilities of the utility grid. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane, which is compatible with traditional propane and requires no additional infrastructure investments. Minnesota needs to use all of our low-carbon alternatives, including propane, to safely provide energy, reliability, resiliency, and affordability. Propane, the right energy right now. Find out more about what propane can do for you at propane.com. And now let's talk about your trip to Denver. All right, let's get back to another one of your favorite. I mean, we know pretzels and cheese is one of your favorite combos. Mm -hmm. I think pork chops and football are right up there, too. When I go to Becker High School, as I did last week, there are pork chops, and I enjoy pork chops in Becker. I was talking to Dwight Lundin on the phone a couple of days before they played Hutchinson. I told him, hey, I'm coming to town for pork chops, and if there's a football game, I'll watch that too. And he, you know, he of course, joked that he's going to have to tell the pork chop crew to put another, another extra hundred on the grill. Uh, but this was a really special event. So Hutchinson's playing football at Becker, and that game always involves some of my favorite people in the world, Dwight Lundin. It's a well-known story. He's uh, He started the football program at Becker in 1970, and here he is in his 54th year. And then at Hutchinson, uh, Andy Rosberg is the coach. He played for his dad, Grady. So Grady was the coach for 29 years, and he's now in his 25th year. So among those three, that's more than 100 years of, uh, of uh, coaching football. And the story I wrote was uh, about the facilities in these two towns. Last year, the football stadium of Hutchinson was named after the Rossbergs, and this year the Becker facility was named for Dwight Lundin. I talked at length with all three of them on the phone and and just about about the, the honor of that. What does that feel like to have your name on the place where your where your teams play? And you know, their friendship as rival coaches. Uh, go to John's journal at mshsl.org. You can read that. And yes, I did have a spectacular pork chop in Becker. I've talked about that tradition for about as long as I've been writing about high school sports in Minnesota. It's undoubtedly, without question, the best food item available at any high school sporting event in the state. And my wife knows when I'm going to Becker for football, 
that there's pork chops and, and I've brought them home before. So I took a little cooler, put it in my trunk, br- bought a couple of pork chops for home and uh, made, made Mrs. Malay very happy. So I earned some strong husband of the year points. And I think the number I heard up there was they, they had 500 pork chops ready to go. You know, they, they, there's basically a secret sauce. They, they soak these pork chops throughout the day throw them on the grill, give them to you in a napkin or a little paper boat. They're, they're outstanding. But the, the figure I heard was they had 500 pork chops, $6 a piece, and they were gone by halftime. So they like their wow. pork chops in Becker. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and you only, you only wipe out about a quarter of those. <laughs> That's right. I only had about a hundred of them. <laughs> no, I only had yeah. one. And and you know what, Jim? The, uh, okay. Total honesty. They don't, they don't allow me to pay when I'm up there. Wow. They hand me as many pork chops as I want. I said, could you, I want to take a couple home. They wrap them in aluminum foil for me. And, and I, I could have eaten a hundred of them, you know, but I, yeah. I have one. I'm trying to be a polite guest. And that was, that was enough. I'm going to save some for others. You're living off the land. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap up today's show with our most valuable teammate. Yeah, our weekly award honoring great teammates uh, through the high school league. This this week's uh, honoree is Anna Walker. She's a junior soccer player at Minneapolis Roosevelt. Her leadership, tenacity, and team first attitude, attitude have never wavered, even after she had a season-ending injury. Anna has become even more motivational and inspirational to her teammates while she's going through the rehabilitation process. Everyone at Roosevelt is devastated about her injury, but they're also so proud of how she's continued to be positively influential to her team. Congrats to Anna Walker of Minneapolis Roosevelt for being a most valuable teammate. Great stuff, John. Anything big coming up in the next week? Uh, You know, like I said, we're in uh, section tournaments for girls tennis now. Soccer is wrapping up the regular season. So, yeah, it's going to be – we've got kind of a couple of weeks here before we – we get into this to the fall state tournament run. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to try to get a little bit of rest here. I'm still very busy, but once we get into those state tournament weeks, it's a, it's a blast. It's a lot of running around for me, but uh, it's a, just a great time of the year. So as always, we cross our fingers about the weather. Uh, you know, we went from 90 degrees to uh, cold and wet right now, and that's okay. We can do that, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really a fun time of year and I'm excited. Great. Great work, John. Thanks as always to Brandon and thanks to everyone who listens. We do appreciate it.